girthier the better. It's a three gas bag. What three gas bag? 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 Three gas bags. Three gas bags. We're talking sports, and we're three gas bags. All right. So no Matt. That's good. Yeah. It's better for everyone. Specifically Matt. It's better for Matt. Yeah. We used to do this show twice a week. <laughs> now we do it twice a month. <laughs> twice a month. And Matt doesn't pay anything for it. This is I'm publicly calling him out. You did that last time, too. Did I? Yep. God. I'm just going to have to shake him down the next time I see him. <sighs> you are. Do people still say that? Shake down? Shake him down? Shake them down, boys. Yeah, they do it at the highest levels of government now. It's amazing. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I said they do that at the highest levels of government now. Say say the phrase shake down? Yeah, well, they don't say that specifically, but they shake oh. people down. Oh, well, I wasn't talking. I knew. I know we still shake people down. I was saying, does anyone say shake down? Well, no, we because... Shake people down. Yeah, you don't say it out loud. I mean, that would be ridiculous. No, well, they used to. They did. They did. Oh, hit my microphone. Did you hear that? I did. Foom. Uh, this is the Three Gas Bags Podcast. Detroit sports podcast that doesn't ever record. <laughs> and when it does record, it's quite bad and, and not usually about Detroit sports. My name is Will, joined by Paul Costanzo. Hi, Paul. Hi, Will. Matt's not here. Nope. Matt Sheehan, our delightful co-host, is currently sitting in front of a shrine built for Elijah Collins and <laughs> will not leave it until Saturday morning. I don't blame him. I don't either. He's a good football player. He is a good football He's player. Pretty, pretty good little back. <laughs> so weird what happens when you put a running back at the running back spot. You know, I hear that putting the ball in your best player's hands is uh, a good strategy. Now, you only see it occasionally from folks, but that's what I hear. That is not what they believe in Ann Arbor. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> no, Here- let's put it in the hands of our fullback turned defensive tackle turned <laughs> fullback for the week and see how this goes. Let's hand it off to our backup tight end. Yeah. Uh, I, saw a, I saw a stat today that's pretty good. Uh, Brian Lewerke has more receiving yards this year than Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh, man. Now, in fairness to Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's only played one game. Uh, but not in fairness to him, he's a receiver. Brian Lewerke's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that is cur- courtesy of Sam Tomasi from on Twitter. Yeah, and I think it's like three or two to one, like doubled up. What is it, eight to four? No, the work he's got like seventeen, I think. Oh, okay. Donovan Peoples Jones. I thought stats. he has like one catch for four yards. He might. Uh one for five yards. Yeah, the oh. work he's got I think Lewerke's is like a fourteen yard catch. Oh triple them up. Yeah. Thirteen yard catch. Something like that. Yeah. Um not going well for for them down in down in old Ann Arbor, is it? It's not. Uh, I was on uh, the radio today with Dennis Stuckey. He has me on mm. to talk 
college football every week on uh, WPHM. 13.80 a.m. if you're listening in Port Huron. Sick plug. Yeah, I'm good at those. <laughs> uh, anywho, he, and uh, he asked me flat out like if I thought Harbaugh would be in, at Michigan next year. And it's really hard for me to like <laughs> fathom him not being there. Yeah. Like, and so I said, I said that, yeah, he'll be there. Um, but with the caveat that, and you and I talked about this earlier today, but yeah. like he's never been somewhere more than four years and this is year five. So we are in uncharted territory <laughs> with Jim Harbaugh and uncharted territory so far. Not great. It's not, ha- no, you should. Yeah. Stay on the map. It's better. It's usually better. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like it's the first time. That I can remember even seeing a realistic path for him to not be there. Like anytime it was like, oh, the Colts job's open, Andrew Luck, Jim Harbaugh. I was like, guys, yes, let's do this. Let's make these jokes. But like he's got it made in R. Like it was a perfect scenario for Jim Harbaugh. There's no reason he should ever, ever leave Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of my modus operandus as it relates to that. But now... There's like writing on the wall, like, yeah, I could kind of see, I could see a scenario where he's not there. Yeah. Um, It would probably not look too different than your two best receivers stopping playing football four games into the season, which (laughs) looked like it was going to be the case yesterday, today, whatever. It's Wednesday night as we're recording this. It's going to go up Thursday. On Wednesday, rumors were flying, Paul. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, but Donovan Peoples-Jones tweeted out something along the lines of, uh, if they don't have a story, they'll make one up. You know, a vague cryptic denial that he was leaving. That, that was the rumor, that Donovan Peoples-Jones and Tariq Black were shutting it down for the season to prepare for the NFL draft. Which is, okay, so <laughs> two things on this rumor. One, it's hilarious. Yes, it is. Two, it's also hilarious because for the NFL draft, what have they done? Well, that's the the thing here. Someone called me a moron. <laughs> and maybe I deserve it, but like this is what I was basing it off of. Like I remember reading the 2022 early mock drafts and seeing both of them like not on all of them, but just like you see one here, you see one there. Like this one's got Donovan Peoples Jones at 28, Tariq Black's number 30 here. Just kind of, you know, that type of thing. And those are all done, of course, in what, May? When's the draft? April? May? Whatever. The day yeah, after the draft, same. those are done. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, things have certainly changed, but like someone, I, I got called a lot of names for suggesting that they could be like top two round receivers, which I don't think is that out of the question. Well, if they were used, like Peoples Jones, well, yeah. had, last year Peoples Jones, I thought had a decent year. Tariq, he was, yeah, he was trajecting into like, okay, he's gonna break out his junior year and be a yeah. first or second round pick. Tariq Black has been hurt most of the time, <laughs> and while he's played, they've targeted him what like four times this season. Like he doesn't, and that's not necessarily Tariq Black's yeah. fault. That's you know Josh Gaddis's fault, uh, and. Jim Harbaugh's fault for apparently not interviewing Josh Gaddis before he hired him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Tariq Black scares me like healthy. If I had a healthy 
all things considered, like, who do I want to see line up against Michigan State? Less, it's Tariq Black. But like, I think he's Donovan like, Peoples-Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he's just, I don't know. There's something about him. Like, he's Me. never on the field. <laughs> right. But, like, when he is, he's just, and they throw him the ball. Seems to always make a huge play and have, like, an 80-yard touchdown. Nico Collins, to me, is the most terrifying of the three Probably of them. Probably now. I mean, he's the only one, like, who's consistently been anything the last couple of years, like, the entire time. Like, Peoples-Jones has been hurt. Tariq Black's been hurt. Collins has been pretty much there, right? Yeah. But no one scares you in that passing game right now. No, there's nothing about that offense that's what, scary. What happened? I know Ch- we've always thought Shea Patterson is, like, he's a fine college quarterback. He's not this superstar that you think he's going to be but it's like he forgot how to throw a football he like yeah it's bottoming out it is bottoming out and somebody so adam rittenberg wrote a story for espn today i don't know if you read it or it might have been yesterday that he wrote either way he talked to some coaches in the big 10 um and that are on michigan's schedule about like what's wrong and uh they we're talking about Shea Patterson and how the offense, like everybody thought that this is an offense that will fit Shea Patterson. Well, this coach pointed out like Shea Patterson is a like run around and make something happen like on the fly kind of a quarterback. Like that's just kind of what he does because he's he's very talented but not like super smart on the field. Basically, is what this guy's getting at. Whereas. Gaddis's offense is asking you to make a very fast read and throw the ball right now. And Shea Patterson does not do that. And that offense is absolutely stalling because Patterson doesn't do that. Um, among other things, but like, that's a big part of it, which I thought was very interesting because I also was under the impression that like, okay, this offense probably fits him better, but as it turns out, it fits him worse somehow. Uh, so that's an interesting uh, thing. And I always figured that Tua got the ball out fast because Jerry Judy uh, and Henry Ruggs were just beating guys off the line so fast <laughs> that it was like, oh, he's open now. Um, but apparently that's the offense. So there's that. Henry Ruggs is f- uh, just a freak. He catches a touchdown pass like every other time he touches the ball. He's going to run like a 4-1-6. <laughs> he is like Jerry Judy's phenomenal and I think he's going to end up being like the good really good receiver out of that group. Like Henry Ruggs will fit, like he'll do stuff. But like I've never seen somebody run that fast <laughs> in a football game. It's like wait a second. Why is he playing against high schoolers? That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't. You know what's funny is they also have Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Let me just real quick. Um, Jalen Waddle, 24-7. Let me just see the guy, the other guy in the receiving group. Uh-huh. Let me see what his recruiting ranking was. Oh, it's not that good. He's only 39th in the country. <laughs> 39th receiver? No, 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 no. Overall, fifth receiver. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. So the other guy in the receiving group that we don't talk about that much is the was the number five receiver in his class, number 39 overall player in his class, 97.9 overall composite rating. Unbelievable. It's stupid. I hate them. I do too. It's not even fun. Screw them. And Clemson. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so Jerks. Here, here's my hot take for the day. Sure. Um, based on Clemson's schedule, especially if A&M ends up losing. Like, I understand Texas A&M's schedule is brutal. Um, yes. But if they lose all these games against, like, these top ten teams, which, you know, they're, happens they're, to people, they're going to. They're going to do. Like, so yeah. that'll be, like, they could have five losses at the end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be Clemson's best win. Yes. Uh, let's say Clemson, like, falls asleep, which they've done before. Like, it's happened. Like, that's not outside the realm of possibility, although this year in the ACC it seems very far-fetched. They would have to die. <laughs> let's say they go into a coma and and drop a game. Mm-hmm. Is FS, you know, FSU's at Clemson. Oh, God, they're not losing to Florida State. No, there's no way in hell. Um, no, but, like, I don't know. Louisville. Louisville's better, but they're not there yet. South right. Carolina, I don't know. There's no game that they can lose on their schedule. No, there isn't. But let's say Here's, something. Here it is. Here it is. What? Pit. November 9th at NC State. There you go. Things get weird. Sleepwalk through an early November game. At, is it a nooner? It's probably a nooner. It's it's. There's no time yet, but that's going to be a nooner. Yeah. Sleepwalk through that game, lose. If they lose a game this year, you can't put them in the playoff. And I say this knowing full well that they're definitely one of the two best teams in the country. But, like, you have to start punishing teams for that schedule. And I understand that a lot of it's not their fault because the ACC is Yeah, brutal, I mean, like, but they're like, t- what, what win will they have that makes them worthy of being in there? I know, but like they're two not two two of their non conference games. They have four non conference games. They have Charlotte and Wofford for cupcakes. Then they have two SEC teams. Yeah, South Carolina and A uh, and M is a good team. A and M is going to be a like the best seven and five team we've seen. Maybe what, they're since going to yeah they're going to just third year or whatever. They're going to murder some team in the pinstripe bowl or, or whatever they end up in. It, yeah, for a half, and then they're going to forget. But, um, no, you're right. So, A&M, I think it's a good win. But your bet, when your best win is over a 7-5 and five team? At home. At home? Yeah. Not, and, well, well, they beat the shit out of them. I mean, the score was not indicative of how that game went. But Yeah, it was 24-10, to 10, and I think and it A&M was A&M backdoored the shit out of that one. Yeah, they scored it was like 24-3. Yeah. Yeah. So... But I'm telling you, man, it's uh, they, they're they're 100% getting in even with a loss. Oh, I agree, they are. But I I could I would listen to arguments like the one I'm making right now that you don't let them in. Yeah. Um. Just I think with that schedule, like when you look at it, like you you can't lose with that schedule. Like it's a it it's a tough bar, but there's one ranked team on the entire schedule. Yeah. Like you can, you you have to go undefeated to make the playoff. It's like that's a lot to ask of somebody. But you play one ranked team, you play them at home, and they're in the twenties, and they're they're, they're going to end up not ranked this season. No one on their schedule, maybe Wake Forest, ends up ranked at the end of the season. Yeah. And Wake Forest is going to because they got off to a good start, and they're playing in the shittiest conference in the country. Right. So Wake Forest can go nine and three and end up number twenty five in the AP poll. Right. The other chance they would have would be like if Virginia stays ranked and they beat them in the ACC in championship. The, yeah. Well, God, who's gonna freaking come out of the pit again? It's Pitt's Virginia or Pitt. 
Yeah. My, yeah, Miami's terrible. Yeah, Central um, almost beat Miami this weekend. Yeah, Virginia Tech lost to Boston College. <laughs> Virginia, and who lost to Kansas by 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ACC's so bad. It's, it is awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, um, it's embarrassing. It is, which is hilarious because Clemson is like, we know it. Like, there's no question they're one of the two best teams in the country. Maybe the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. And the conference that they play in, if you took Clemson out of the ACC, I mean, it's the sixth best conference, seventh best conference in the country. Like, what? It's definitely, it. it's the worst of the power five without Clemson yes. in it. And this year, it's like by far yeah. without Clemson. And Clemson's the only reason it's close. Yeah. If yeah, if you take Clemson out, would you rather? What's a harder schedule? Honestly, Clemson's ACC schedule or UCF's AAC schedule? A harder one. Yeah. UCF's. Like Memphis is as good as any team they're playing there. Here, hold on, I just lost it. You've got and you've got to play like you've got to worry about it triple option team in Navy, mm-hmm. which I understand Navy is like, would be a middle of the road, probably a lower tier ACC team, but it's still weird. Yes. Um, Cincinnati is better Cincinnati than every is, yeah, team. Good. Yep. Um, um, Houston, if Derek King doesn't redshirt, <laughs> which he probably is going to, but either way, SMU, SMU is very good. Yeah, should be ranked. TCU. Yeah. Yep. Tulsa's not bad. Tulane's or Tulsa, not Tulane. Tulane's not bad. Tulsa's meh. But Tulane's not bad. Mm-hmm. Temple, not bad. Beat Maryland. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The AAC is better than the ACC this year. Outside of Clemson. Outside of Clemson. Right. Yep. Although Pitt I, I, I'll did just buy beat that. UCF. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's going on with UCF's quarterback? I thought Brandon Wimbush was there. What happened? I have no idea. You'd be Another amazed. Player. You'd be amazed to learn that I didn't pay attention to UCF's quarterback battle this year. Yeah, yeah. Pitt did just beat UCF. That is, that's a tough argument against us. But it was at Pitt, and that was a weird game. It was, and um, Cincinnati did get blown off the map by Ohio State. Um, yeah, but everyone's gonna get blown off the map by Ohio State. True, true. Remember. Um, in the off season, when I was like, "Watch out for that Nebraska Ohio State game. It could be weird. Ohio State might not be ready yet." Uh, I would like to retract that statement before this game is played. Ohio State's yeah. going to score eighty. They might. They might be able to score like forty-two on Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Yes. That, I'm worried about that. Yeah, they might they might score 30 plus on Michigan State and Wisconsin, which would be yeah, two of the best defenses in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michigan State's number one right now in SP plus, and like Ohio State could put 50 on them, and I'd be like, yep, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, while we're just randomly cruising through, how about Northwestern having to play Michigan State and Wisconsin in back to back weeks? That'll make your body feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Who do they have the week after? Because I'm putting everything I have on. <laughs> uh, Northwestern football. Northwestern's not any good this year either. Oh, no. They're bad. Um, oh, it's okay. Nebraska. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's Nebraska. Then they get a break because then it's just Ohio State and Iowa, the two games after that. 
Holy shit. Yeah, Northwestern's going to be, they have one win right now. They're going to be one, two, three, four. Probably like one in six. Yeah, they'll be one in six by the time they get to November. I would think. I, yeah, I Maybe they beat Nebraska, but that's in Nebraska. They're not beating Nebraska. No, they're going to be one in six. Hunter Johnson is not good at football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old one in six Northwestern, and then Pat Fitzgerald can just be a super mega dork. To nobody in particular, because nobody cares. <laughs> uh, hashtag I don't care. Um, hashtag no one cares. I tried to find someone to do a show with, like who's a Northwestern writer, for my crossover podcast for Locked On Spartans, and there just doesn't they don't exist. Like I'm convinced he was just answering questions from like SIDs. Yeah, I don't who. Who covers them? All the Chicago college football Raiders cover Notre Dame. Yeah. I don't know. School paper. <laughs> yeah. SB Nation. The school paper, which... Yeah, they're pretty granted, good paper. Probably pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good school paper. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um... So that's uh that's a little roundup of college football there. Mhm mhm. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Um are the Lions playing in the biggest game of the week this year? Or this this week? No. What game's bigger this week than the Chiefs Lions? Um Patriots Bills is like the exact same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally. The and it's exact. a divi- it's a divisional game so yeah. it's probably bigger. Um. Yeah, no, I, I like where your head's going there. I get the idea. Like, hey, the Lions. All right. I mean, you can't. Are really they good? Like, them. I can't. I, I think they're good. No, they, listen. No? Okay. Listen. Maybe. Um, <laughs> they beat the Eagles on the road. Like, that's pretty good. They did. But they should have lost to the Eagles. Oh, my God. They tried really hard. They, they tried, tried really hard to lose. Damnedest. Uh, Cowboys, oh, freaking Cowboys Saints is still pretty good, even though Breeze is out. Yeah. You ready for this Monday m- m- night barn burner? Uh, the Monday night football schedule is a f- is- fucking trash <laughs> fire, but go on. Yes. Bengals Steelers. Oh boy. Oh yep. boy. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. 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 What is that? Week six of 17. Oh, Lions Packers Monday night. Look at that. Uh-huh. A little Monday night football action at Lambeau. Yeah, then the Patriots and the Jets. That'll be a great one. <laughs> Here, no, the, the the best Monday night game of the season is week eight. It is October 28th, year 2019 of our Lord. It is the Miami Dolphins at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Josh Rosen versus Mason Rudolph. That's what you uh, signed up for. That's what Hank Williams Jr. was always singing about. <sighs> then he got in trouble for being racist. True. He was mostly singing about racism. And then <laughs> and then occasionally would sing about Monday Night Football. Yes. I forgot about that part. All my rowdy friends are here on Monday night. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was. I thought you were going to say, like, all my rowdy friends are here in their sheets or something like <laughs> that. But 
you didn't. <clears throat> Not that All he's like in the clan. He might be. He might be. All my Roddy friends and our token black guy are here <laughs> on Monday night. <laughs> um. So the Tigers. Woo! Number one pick. I um. I was scrolling through my guide earlier, just kind of you know seeing what there is to watch, and Wednesday nights are just the worst. They're not right now. Uh, we, yes, we've got I think two more weeks until we get uh, Wednesday night fun belt, and then a couple weeks after that we get Tuesday action and Wednesday action. So we're getting there, but right now it's a lot of baseball. And I scrolled past uh, Fox Sports Detroit, and I saw Tigers Twins or whatever it was Tigers. Yeah, they yeah Tigers Twins because the Twins I think just clinched the division. Uh, saw so Tigers Twins, and I just like in my mind without even realizing it, played out like Mickey York and someone else in studio signing off for the re- the end of the season. I know there's more games left, but I just you know let's fast forward a week here, last game of the season, last broadcast for Fox Sports Detroit, and I just imagined in my mind how sad. That was like there are more people watching in the studio than watching at home, and I just like imagine Mickey York walking through the office. It's like, how are the ratings? Ugh, they keep getting worse, Mick. Just don't, just don't ask. Nineteen people watched the game last night. <laughs> like my God, I haven't given a single ounce of thought to the Detroit Tigers in like four months. I did today when I saw. That Stan Van Gundy? No, that they could clinch the number one pick with a loss. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. They're tanking um, the right way. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Stan Van Gundy. Um, yeah, I just heard that perhaps Stan Van Gundy was at the Tigers game at Bark in the Park last night. But I don't know. Yeah, Sorry to just totally derail that. I was going to say, I don't know where that came from, but okay. I was listening to a Lebertard show, and they're like, was that really Stan Van Gundy in the upper deck all alone with his dog at the Tigers game? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I just wanted to share that. Like It was just so profoundly sad. Thanks for joining us this year for another great season of Tigers baseball. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll... Uh, we'll See you back here in March. Or, <laughs> or whatever. Maybe you'll come back. I don't know. We probably won't. Yeah, probably not. So I like remember as I was in the process of thinking of cutting the cord, like and this I finally did it last year, but um I've been wondering about it like most people have for the past few years. And I'm thinking, well, I need to make sure that I have like Fox Sports Detroit, so I can watch, you know, the local teams. And when I'm saying that, I'm thinking Tigers, Pistons, Red Wings. And now I'm like, why the why? I don't, none of those teams are teams I need to watch right now. Um, I do not need that channel. So yeah, the Pistons are Pistons are a six seed. It's true. Yeah, they did just sign Joe Johnson, so that's good. Did they do something this offseason that was interesting? Derrick Rose. Uh, so, no. No, it's interesting. It's uh, just not pleasant. 
They got Suku Dumbuya. That's pretty sweet. I did like the French kid that they drafted, but he's not going to play this year. Seku Dumbuya? Yeah. Yeah, he's not French. Um, are you sure about that? I'm looking it up right now. I thought he was like from Cameroon. He's Guinea. He's Guinea-born French. Okay, we're both right. Okay. You're you're more right than I am. <laughs> but, but he was born in Guinea. Guinea? Guinea? Guinea. Guinea. Yeah, Papa, I, mean, I, Papa I just Nugini. made it an Italian slur, but yeah. Yeah, okay. It was a French colony, a French control. I don't fuck. I don't New, know. New I don't. This, yeah. Yeah. This stuff doesn't. Anyway, he's very sense. good, and I think that he'll be <laughs> fine. That's where he was born. <laughs> That's where he was born. He's technically French, and he's only 18. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good. He is. I'm calling it now. I like. I I like it. I liked the pick. I also liked the Darko pick many years ago. So why are we talking about this? What? Why are we, we talking about this? Because you said that the Pistons could be good. Because I said I don't need Fox Sports Detroit anymore. You don't. You don't. I th- like. Give me two years, and I'll probably want to watch the Red Wings again. Someone asked me. I have a mailbag out right now, and someone asked me how many games are the Wings winning this year. <laughs> <laughs> like I like that question. Um, is there anything else interesting that's going on in college football? You know what sucks? Mm-mm. The discrepancy between Mike Leach, the football coach, and Mike Leach, the person. Oh my god! Mike, yeah. Mike Leach, the opinion haver. Yeah. Like he's so awesome, and then he fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a very, yeah, very true. Uh, just every time I get so frustrated, and I want to, like, take his class, because I feel like half the time I'd love it, and the other half would be like, you're a fucking idiot. Right. I think that... That's um, why we can't have nice things. It isn't. You know, but this is a guy that had a quarterback throw nine touchdown passes in a loss. So, mm-hmm. you know. And also, allegedly, put a kid with a concussion in a closet. Well, that was Craig James's kid, so we're up in the air on that one. Just, that's why I said allegedly. Who knows what happened? <laughs> it's it is crazy that that human being, that person, that collection of mass, in the, every way, shape, or like the entire form of it, how he looks, how he sounds, what he says, how he thinks, all of that being is the smartest thing going in college football Uh like that sometimes i just you know i just think a lot of college football coaches are are dumbasses who just stuck with it for a while uh yeah i don't think you're wrong do you see the video of harbaugh at the um what's the amazon show called all or nothing did you see that I have not seen any of that, now. So it is... You know what All or Nothing is? Yeah, it's like the behind the scenes. Yeah, okay. So yeah, All or Nothing is kind of like hard knock, Amazon's hard knocks. And they they embed with a program or whatever, and then they put everything together, and, and it comes out after the season. And Michigan was on the All or Nothing season. I don't remember if it was for the... Um, 
I don't remember if it was last season or the year before that. Either way, doesn't matter. I think um, it was 2017. I think it was the 2017 season, and then it came out in 2018. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a thing on there, and it's I think it's Pep Hamilton is in the booth, and Harbaugh's on the sideline, and they're playing Ohio State, and uh, the call comes in. They, they go to the line. Like, you hear the call in the huddle. It's really cool. Like, I need to watch this show. Um, but it's really cool. Like, you hear the play call. They break it. They go to the huddle, and then it goes up to Hamilton in the booth. He's like, eh, I'm not feeling this one. And Harbaugh's like, why? And he's like, eh. And then just like you hear Harbaugh like go, wait a minute. Who's in that back? Who's getting the ball? Who? Wait, who's who's that McCune? And then they snap the ball and they hand it off to McCune. He fumbles it directly to an Ohio State player. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you're just like, wait a second. <laughs> and wait, wait a second. He didn't know that, like, oh, my God. He didn't know who was getting the football in his hands. And, like, basically what happened is they had a formation out there where McCune's lined up as, like, an H-back. And they call a play that is a fullback dive, essentially. And it's supposed to be a different personnel, but they didn't swap out the personnel. And they're given a fullback dive to their backup tight end who's they're blocking H-back. And he fumbles it. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, oh, man, damn it. I should have called the timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that here. I'll, 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 I think I retweeted it. I'll try to find it. Okay. And it was, it was going around today, like hours ago. Someone was like, how the hell does Michigan let this get out? I'm like, well, it was the all or nothing thing. Huh. Yeah, here we go. It, or it was yesterday. Someone tweeted out. Yeah. And it. <laughs> Maybe the best part is um, that Harbaugh like realizes what's going to happen and there's time before the snap and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> who's, he's like, who's getting the ball? Oh my God, it's McCune. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Seven million dollars a year. Uh, who's number 18? Oh, it's Peters. Yeah, Peters handoff to McCune. So yeah. That's when it was two years ago. But yeah, that happened. Amazing. Hey, you want to pick uh, random games? Do you have some up? I'm going to throw them at you and me. Yeah, I got them. Sweet. I got spreads. Cool. Did we keep track of how we did in the first week? I don't think we did. Uh, We did. I did. I did horrible. I was like Mm. two and six. You were not much better. No, I've been... I'm like one game or two games over 500 this year, so I'm... Not clearing the uh, the vigorish, if you will. No. Um, okay, ready? Yes. All right. Uh, this one is, it looks like Friday night? Um, Penn State at Maryland. It is Friday night. Penn State favored by six and a half. Ooh. You go first. I'm taking Maryland because um, that line is stinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Maryland too. It opened at eight. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have zero idea about Penn State this year. Like they haven't played it. Like they played Pitt, and it was close. Pretty fucking close. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, Although maybe Pitt is it this year. They beat UCF and they won the freaking their division last year. Yeah, it's Pitt. Um, Pitt, I mean Pitt should have won that game. They should have beat Penn State. Like let's just be real yeah. about this. They should have uh, won that game. 
Uh, Michigan is a 27.5-point favorite at home against Rutgers. That has come down. Um, What did it open at? I think 30. Oh, wow. Hold on. Let me... Let me get my thing up here so I have the uh, the resource. You just talk like slowly uh, and give your analysis on why you're picking Michigan. Well, because they're playing Rutgers. But <coughs> um, ah, why God. is that line only twenty seven? <laughs> I don't know, man. That one one year ago, that game was a forty two point spread, wasn't it? Oh God, it was crazy. It was super high, and Michigan covered it too, didn't they? No, I think they. I think it was like forty nine, and they won by forty five. I okay. think they came a couple points short of covering. Well, it was a couple years ago that they beat them like seventy two to nothing. And yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, oh man, I don't know. Can Michigan score twenty eight points on somebody? Is that possible? Yeah. So what? What do you have? Twenty seven and a half. Yeah. Okay, that's what it opened at. So it's twenty seven and a half. All right. Um. Fuck. Everyone's taking Michigan. I think it's got to be Michigan, but. I think they beat Rutgers by Dude, a lot. Dude, I keep I keep saying like, okay. Like the Army game was a 20-point spread and I was like, all right. Okay, that we're good. The Middle Tennessee thing was like, oh, a little eh. but Vegas thinks Michigan's going to whoop up on Army, a team that's really hard to whoop up on. I'm back on Michigan. And now I'm like scarred cuz like I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um so I'm going to go back to the well one more time and take Michigan to lay the uh, lay the points. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Michigan. I think a four touchdown win over Rutgers. Like, but it's like think of that. God, like no, four, you know what? No. I'm no. Give me Rutgers. I, <laughs> I I They're not very good, Will. Like they're just it's not a very noon, good. Noon kick BTN. Like they're going to fumble on the first drive like they have the first three games they played this season and people are going to start losing their minds. Can we can we just what if they lose to Rutgers? Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> They're not. They won't. But what if they do? If they lose to Rutgers, we start recording at three o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> I will. I I'm gonna be sitting in the press box at Spartan Stadium, and I will record a show with you. <laughs> and I will get all the Michigan State reporters and columnists and whatever. And like, guys, come here. <laughs> Hey, we got Graham Couch, Lance State Journal. Graham, what are your thoughts on Michigan? Chris talk- Lowry, Detroit Free Press. What do you think, Chris? Everybody talking to this microphone. Oh yeah. man, no, I don't uh, think I don't think they cover. There, I said it. I think that okay. Rutgers. I mean, it's not going to be close, but it's going to be like Rutgers is as good as Middle Tennessee State, and I know that that's weird because Rutgers is bad. Are they though? <laughs> Middle Tennessee got- State is bad. Rutgers lost to Boston College. Yeah. I'm still, I'm going with both Rutgers. Anyway, okay. Michigan's going to win. It'll be comfortable enough, but it'll still be weird. Uh, here's an interesting line to me. USC at Washington. Washington favored by 10 and a half. Yeah, Washington's going to easily cover that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that line is telling me because. I know, that's that what that line stinks. is telling me too. Because. Here's yeah, my Vegas rationale. doesn't like Matt Fink. Yeah, here's my rationale. USC is using their third string quarterback. <laughs> right. Yeah, give so, me Washington here. For sure. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Give me the Huskies. All right. Uh Michigan State at home, fourteen point favorites uh over Indiana. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no? Uh yeah, I, I don't know. Um <sighs> 
So I think this should be way closer. I think Indiana's okay. Do you? I do. Um, they are 32nd, I think, in SP+, which it's early. That SP+, plus gets a little shaken out here in the first few weeks. And, but, like, they're still 32nd, and they got murderballed by Ohio State. So I think I don't think they're great or like really good. I think they're a solid team. I think if they were in the Big Ten West, they'd win eight games. Um, so I think this line should be like seven, and it's fourteen and a half. That makes me want to pick Michigan State, which makes no sense to me. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with MSU. I just I don't think Indiana can score on them at all. That's the thing. If Penix. Phoenix, mm-hmm, Penix, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, plays, then it could be interesting because he can chuck it and he's fast. Like he's not accurate, but he like they'll take deep shots and they got some really fast guys. So that's weird. It's a weird line, but I would say Michigan State maybe. Yeah, I think State wins it. Like it feels like a twenty-four to seven type game, twenty-four to six type game, yeah which covers which does cover um all right bet the under uh yeah the under is 44 yeah do bet the under um here okay here's one with a weird over under but uh virginia at notre dame notre dame's a 12 and a half point favorite yeah notre dame big i feel like they're gonna beat the shit out of them too i I mean, obviously, they've got to bounce back from the Georgia game, uh, which, by the way, much closer than Paul anticipated. But uh, Yeah. Listen, they're going to line up against Virginia and be like, <laughs> you guys are so fucking tiny and slow. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, oh thank God. This, Look at you. This is so oh, much yeah. different. Yeah. Two stars, two star recruit, two yeah. star recruit, two star recruit. Oh, three stars. <laughs> oh, you got three stars. Oh, Oh, the one person on your team is going to the NFL. Oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. I think it's just going to be like, you know, it's that sort of, I don't know, the kid who gets held back. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. is still in, and is in eighth grade for an extra year, and he's already got armpit hair and stuff, and uh-huh. he's just crushing kids because everyone's smaller than him. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're 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 just getting like such a great bounce back spot. Like, oh, you're not Georgia. You suck. I feel like I like I'm not worried about a letdown coming off that game because honestly God, I don't think they expected to win that game last week. So like it's not like, oh no, our season's over, what do we do? Like I don't <clears throat> think that they're in that position. No, and if they win out, they'll still get in probably, depending on Eh. As long as they don't look like crap, but like yeah, you know, if Georgia's playing in the conference SEC conference championship game, and you've got what was it seven or three they lost by six, six, um, whatever. But yeah, six point road loss to Georgia is the only blemish on your schedule. Like they'll probably get in. Yeah, the over under on this one's forty eight and a half. I, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe. It's like eight thirty to eighteen. Yeah. That's what they're looking at. Quick math. That was very good um, quick math. I'm taking Notre Dame, though, at 12, minus 12 and a half. I, I do. I think that they just kind of roll. Virginia, like, yeah. so Virginia last week struggled with Old Dominion, like had to come back and win that game. Yeah. And I would say, okay, it's a look-ahead thing, 
But they struggled with Florida State the week before. Can anyone tell me why Virginia's good? Well, or why we think Virginia's good? People like Bryce Perkins, but people also understand that the ACC Atlantic is horrible. So somebody in that... it's the, Virginia is ranked for the same reason that Michigan was ranked 7th in the country to start this year. Like, well, somebody's got to be good out of that league. Like, that's yeah. what they looked at. <laughs> it's got to be somebody. Michigan being number 20 in the AP poll is my favorite thing so far this season. <laughs> How about that big win over Army? They really clowned up on Middle Tennessee State. Oh, God. Yeah, the AP poll is awesome. It is. Um, Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame to cover that easy. Okay. Uh, Ohio State is a 17-point favorite on the road at Nebraska. Bucks, bucks, bucks. bucks. Yeah, I think so, too. I think By a a lot. I'm feeling like 48 to 17. Like, they're yep. going to destroy them. Yep. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> Mike Leach and his Washington State Cougars uh, going to Utah is a six-point underdog. I feel like that spread should be bigger, but maybe not. I don't, Utah yeah, doesn't score I'm, enough points. Yeah, that one's going to be... If this was December, I'd be like, yeah, Utah. But it's still early enough and warm enough in Salt Lake City for Washington State to throw the ball a bit. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I'll take Washington State. Yeah, we'll bounce too. back spot. I'm also taking Washington State. It feels like a 31 to 30 game, like a like a weird. Um, I know Utah's defense is supposed to be pretty good, but USC just scored 30 points on them again. Yeah. Third string quarterback. Um, yeah, with two like friggin like the receivers. Ugh, I forget his name. What's his name? Um, uh, Num- number six, I think. Not St. Brown. He's there too. God, they've got three. They've got Vaughn, St. Brown, and then what's the other guy's name? It's like Michaels. It's a really common name. That's why I can't remember it. Uh, uh shit, I can't. Think Ugh, of God, this is great freaking podcasting. That's what we do. We never uh, promised US anything better than this. Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. Yes, Michael Pittman. Yeah, he had a he was unbelievable against uh, Utah. Like I was just like Jesus Christ, this guy's really good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and then they've got uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and uh, Tyler Vaughns is the other kid. Yeah, that receiving group's pretty good. Mhm, mhm, mhm. All right, good. Those are, so those are some games. Okay. Played. How about uh, UMass and Akron? Akron minus seven at UMass. <laughs> what? Akron lost to CMU. Um, I got UMass plus seven. UMass plus seven, huh? Yep. Uh, UMass is pretty bad. Uh, this week is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Last week was good. Last week was fun. Here's the thing. This week, um, I got a guy that I follow who's really good with uh, math, and I think he's like a, do- a PhD in math. Um, but he does projections and, and stuff like that. He said there's going to be, it's like 12 point something is the estimate of projections, plus or minus like a range of three. So, like, his computer is saying between nine and 15 upsets will happen this week, which is like a really big number. Um, so, it could be one of those wild weeks where you know shit just hits the fan when we don't expect it like mm-hmm. northwestern beats wisconsin 
You mean that's not? Yeah, that no. I hope not. <laughs> I hope they do. I just hate Pat Fitzgerald, so I would not like to see him experience happiness. Yeah, I don't like Wisconsin. That's fair. And honestly, well, actually, no. I mean, it'd be nice. Like if, oh, if Michigan State somehow goes into Columbus and beats Ohio State. And then beats Wisconsin and Madison the week after. Like, I'm putting them number... If I had an AP poll, even though they're not number one, i put them number one. If they That's beat all. Ohio State and Wisconsin in back-to-back weeks? On the road. Uh, yes. I mean, that's top five. <laughs> like, yeah, they'll be like 17th. The Arizona State loss is going to hurt for a bit. I but. know, and it pisses me off because it's such... Like, we didn't get to talk about it, but, like, I did a bunch of actual, like, work work on it. And just how, like, insanely fluky and shitty it was mm-hmm. that it played out that way. And it's like, great. Everyone's just going to look at that, see 10-7, be like, dude, Michigan State, they suck. They can't score. And I'm like, no, they can. You're just not paying attention. <laughs> but, yeah, that loss is going to absolutely kill them. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, it's going – it's – I mean, we Whatever. can absolutely kill them. Like, they have plenty of room to make up for it in the goals that they have for the season. Listen, they're not going to the playoff, buddy. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Things. It's weird because next we'll see what happens. You know, we got to beat Indiana first. Um, but if things get weird and they go to Columbus and win like 17 to 10 somehow, then it's like, why'd you fucking lose to Arizona State? <laughs> Yeah, no, that I can see that. Which I don't think is going to happen, but that scenario is in play, and then everyone's going to be like, God fucking damn it, come on! Yeah. Yeah. That would be super frustrating. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, just like, lose to Ohio State, beat everyone else, and be content with your second place in the East winning 10 games. That'd be pretty cool. Nice little bounce back. Uh, yeah, I'd say. I'd say that'd be nice. Yeah, so... um. All right, Baylor plus three, hosting Iowa State. Uh, uh, goddamn, take I. It's hard to take the away team in what's probably gonna be a shootout. Um, was that a question? <laughs> it was. I think Iowa State wins like forty-five, forty-two. That's a push. That's not fun. Um, I think Iowa State and Baylor are like third and fourth in the country in yards per play. I think. Let me look that up while you. Is that real? Yeah. Here, let me look it up and you keep talking. I God. I mean, I think Iowa State wins, but Jesus. Okay. Iowa State is second in yards per play. Baylor is sixth. Yeah. I will. I will take the points, but I do think Iowa State ekes this out. Okay. How's that? That's nice. Wow, Western Michigan is ninth in yards per play. Think if they hadn't played Michigan State. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those Spartans, 59th. Pretty, pretty mediocre right in the middle there. <laughs> oh, those are my guys. Those are my guys. Let me see here. 59th and then, ooh, they're 6.2. In their last three, that would make them 
30 whoa 33rd oh boy so if you remove the tulsa game they're 33rd in yards per play that's something yeah and you know what their yards per play was like 5.2 against northwestern until the last two drives with the backups and then it went down to 4.5 or something <laughs> they lost three yards in nine or in seven plays <laughs> oh geez yeah <laughs> in garbage time um all right Anything else we need to talk about? I, I don't think so, Will. Did we make fun of Michigan enough? Um, I mean, at this point, is it even fun anymore? It's weird. No, it is weird. I, I bet Bruce Feldman feels like a fucking idiot, though. Uh, How about Pete Thamel taking like a sideswipe at him in his column? Did you read that? No. Pete Thamel wrote a column for Yahoo like on Saturday night about um what a mess harbaugh is basically yeah and he said his hiring of josh gaddis you know garnered a bunch of um praise from the media and glowing features and it said including this gem from the athletic and Mm -hmm. that like that's the feldman article and yeah it's talked about that was the he didn't even interview him Thing. Like no sit down, no show me what your plays are, no show me how you script things. But they had a twenty minute phone conversation. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll take you." Um, and I would just like to point out that I understand that we are Michigan skeptics and haters on this show, and I'm glad to admit to that. But before the season started, we all told you like this guy's never called plays before, and was the assistant offensive coordinator. Co, I understand, but the second offensive coordinator on a team with we have talked about Alabama's talent already today <laughs> in this podcast. Like, you should have seen this coming, is what I'm telling you. What did I send to you uh, the middle of last week? You and Matt, do you remember? I do. Um, basically, message board. This was middle, mid, middle of the middle of last week before the before the Wisconsin, Wisconsin game. game. Yeah, message board scuttlebutt that uh, he's out of his depth. He doesn't really know what's going on, um, and it's just not working. And that, there's yeah, and at and at Alabama, Mike Loxley did everything as the coordinator. Game drew up, designed the game plan, called all the plays, and Gaddis was an OC in title alone. Was only a wide receivers coach. Yeah, um, coaching. <laughs> Jerry Judy. Jerry Henry Judy. Henry Riggs, Henry Riggs, yeah. <laughs> right. I keep saying Riggs. No, 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 Riggs. Riggs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, that isn't, like, how do you not, I don't know, it's whatever. How do you not have an interview, do some board work? Tell me about a time where you had to go against Saban or you had to convince Saban it was a good idea to do something. Like, I, I don't know, man. You know, Harbaugh wanted to prove that he's okay with the hurry-up offense, so he went with the hurry-up coaching hire, and uh, there you go. no huddle necessary. And this is what we got. Speed and space, Speed and man. space. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite speed and space moment is the dump-off pass to the running back who got caught from behind by a white <laughs> dude from Wisconsin with 92 on his chest. <laughs> Speed, Speed space. in space. Uh, Matt and I had the discussion. Who's more overpaid, Lovey Smith or Jim Harbaugh? 
what are they paying Levy Smith? I think it's like three and a half million. It's pretty close then. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I mean, Harbaugh making will a lot say, more, but Jesus. No, have you like paid any attention to like think, what's going on? Think about this question before you ask it about Illinois football. Yeah, I mean they almost beat Nebraska last week. Here's yeah, that's what I'm. They're like almost beating teams now. Oh okay. <laughs> they, listen, listen. It's th- what I'm gonna say right now is not like they're good or like uh, some shining example of excellent football. But they beat Akron and they beat Connecticut. Okay. That sh- that should happen. It did happen. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Th- they were gonna. They should not have lost to Eastern Michigan, who's a bowl team. But they did. They lost to Eastern Michigan on a last second field goal. That happens. Yeah. Then they only lose by four to Nebraska, a team that is should be just way better than them. They've got some decent-ish recruits, and it appears to not be a blazing tire fire anymore. Like it's a tire fire, but someone's got a fire extinguisher out there. Right. It's a light. It's a simmer. It's a tire simmer. Yeah. I'm just saying, they're building something there. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're both overpaid, <laughs> but but I get what you're saying. Yes. That's like the most tepid praise I could give Lovey Smith. That's fair. Like, it was just so bad. He makes three and a half million a year. Harbaugh makes whatever, seven. It's a good debate, though. It is a good debate. Not for Michigan fans. Not a good no. debate for Michigan no. fans. Not the debate that you would think would be happening. Oh, man. But we'll see. I'm sure they'll rebound against Rutgers, jump into the top three of everyone's Big Ten power rankings, and be ranked in the top 15 again. (laughs) Oh, man. That two-week stretch at Penn State, home against Notre Dame. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They might might go 7-5 and this year. And they're lucky they got that fucking army win. Yeah, they. It, yeah, seven and five. Uh, that's beyond realistic. Like, they've maybe they have one loss already. Mm-hmm. Like these are losses that I'm already counting. Okay. Okay. At Penn State, there's no way they win that game. <laughs> okay. They can't win on the road. Like they're against the team hey. with a pulse. They don't win on the road. Hey, no, Penn State's not that good. They be, they didn't they merc. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Penn State team on the road. No, or was that at got, home? They got. Murked. Oh, they got murked. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, they're not. They're not beating Notre Dame this week or this year. They're not beating Ohio State this year. I don't think they're beating State this year because I don't think there's any chance in hell they score any points on MSU like that. That's like unless this, things this turn around feels quickly. Like Devin Gardner minus ninety yards or whatever it was. Um, minus forty-eight yards yeah. rushing. <laughs> This is what this year feels like for them. So that's five losses because they already have the one. And Iowa at home is not a given. That's that's their pivot point. So I think they they we both think they beat Rutgers pretty easily. I think they cover. You think they win by three touchdowns instead of four. Mm-hmm. If they go back home and lose to Iowa seventeen to thirteen, which is very realistic. As of this moment, that is very realistic. Um, it's going to get ugly. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they have to go on the road to Illinois. Which, I love 
I love oh that they have these bounce back spots against atrocious teams that they can come off these horrible losses and bounce back. But if they don't, <laughs> it's like they're like a giant cliff for them to fall off of that has a really nice sturdy bridge. But maybe that bridge breaks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they got to go to Maryland, what too, and Maryland they, can score. What if they lose on the road to Brandon Peters in Illinois? <laughs> like, do they lane, I know. Do they lane I, Kiffin they Harbaugh can't. at that point? They can't. There's no, like, they have to bounce back in some way. Oh, my God, I want that to happen so bad. I want nothing more. If it goes bad against Iowa, like, Gaddis could get fired. <laughs> like, <sighs> I can't believe this playing out this way. I thought they were going to be really good this year. No, you didn't. No, I thought they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be Ohio State. A, a joke. I thought they'd finish second or third in the East. I thought they'd win nine or ten games. Yeah, we both picked the under on their wins, which was well, nine was, and a half. So nine and a half. So okay, high. yeah. So I thought they, yeah, I thought they would win nine. Feel pretty good about that right now, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I said, yeah, I said they lose to Ohio State for sure, and then between MSU, Notre Dame, Penn State, Iowa. And Wisconsin and Army, they lose two of those. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Yep. So. What a time to be alive. <laughs> uh, excited for this weekend. All right. We've done an hour. We should end the show. Probably. Probably. This has been the uh, Two Gas Bags podcast. <laughs> Matt, you're out until you pay me. I know you're not going to ever listen to this. Not this long, anyway. No. Hell no. So. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's been the show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in seven weeks with our next episode. <laughs> Why don't you take us home, Paul? See you in Thanksgiving. Girthier the better. It's a three gas bag. What three gas bag? 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 Three gas bags. Three gas bags. We're talking sports, and we're three gas bags.